0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to
1: another episode of cake and shits my dog just picked up a tootsie roll wrapper off the floor and presented it to jay like it's a gift
2: thank you bella i really appreciated that
1: you're gonna are you gonna take the gift
2: no fuck you
1: yeah (laughs) thief she's stolen quite a few things over the years she's taken uh She's taken some questionable items out of my possession and held them in very public places, not to mention my mother's underwear and my socks and
2: and the D and D figures and that the D and D figures into that oblivion.
1: She... Ugh, this bitch. But she's a cute dog. At least Liv doesn't do all that. You just whine and whine and whine and whine and whine. <laughs> but that's okay. We are joined with Jay, the one and only. Give it up.
2: What's up, party people?
1: That's Jay. (sighs) So in order to bring content to this show, because it's basically just saved conversations, as are all podcasts, Jay has made a wheel of topics. Yep. And there's like 30 topics on there. Roughly. Yes kind of wanted to save some of the stuff that we were talking about earlier in, in other conversations for the podcast. But now, yep. I can't recall a single thing. Me either. So let's hit that wheel, shall ya?
2: All right. Click to spin. Shout out wheeldesci.com. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gotta love the websites.
2: All right. What do we get? Okay. here's Here's a question. So the wheel has different topics that could be long conversations or there's just some questions that we could turn into long conversations or we could just pick a couple and we could just answer them so the one that popped up the one that we got is do you believe in life after death and why
0: Hmm.
1: do you want to take crack at it or do you want me to go
2: you go first
1: Okay, So life after death, if it exists or not, uh, it's an interesting concept, right? So I grew up uh, Catholic, and I did CCD, and confirmed the whole nine. Uh, and I grew up believing in like heaven and hell and all that. Uh, and then I started thinking about like other religions and I got really into Greek mythologies so and I was like, that was around before. Jesus, so, like, what do they know? And blah, 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 blah. And so, um, as far as lately, I've been kind of... There's a couple concepts for after death that I flirt with, right? Uh, one thing is uh, dimethyltryptamine, DMT, uh, the super potent psychoactive fucking drug or whatever. Uh, people say that it releases in a large amount in your brain, uh, when you're dying out of your pineal gland, uh, or at least fucking Zeke says that all the time, at least, uh, and other videos, blah, blah, blah. So that kind of leads me to believe in an idea of how, like the concept of us not knowing how strong the brain is. Yeah. Uh and also how time passing is purely oh what's the word? It's like um it's uh perceived by you specifically. Yeah. Uh like my how I I could think the day is flying by and to you, it's dragging, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that this is a long way to go about answering that question. But uh time I look at as like a fourth dimension because the way we experience time is linear. So we're moving through time. So we're going forward and back. It's a dimension, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like blah, blah, blah. So perhaps our perception of the speed of time passing could be altered to the benefit of those that pass in a way that uh, maybe when you die, your brain releases that chemical. Let's uh, the emergency button is hit. Right? Because this Mm -hmm. is it. You're out. Uh, The emergency button is hit, and your sense of time
0: slows down drastically. Uh, Or I guess it would be speeds up.
1: I don't know. No, it would be slows down. So um, basically... An idea that I've been flirting with about life after death is that maybe your brain is strong enough to send you to what you believe your afterlife would be and uh, slows down time enough for your consciousness to just exist in what would be the afterlife, but it's really just the last nanosecond of your life stretched out to infinity due to the power of the brain.
2: Well, jumping off of that, there's actually um, a thing I read. I believe it was from... Business Insider. Let me pull up the article really quick. Because I thought it was really interesting. um, Speaking of how the human mind perceives time. Um, Yeah. So it says, future biotechnology could be used to trick a prisoner's mind into thinking they have served a thousand year sentence. But in reality, um, it would only be eight and a half hours. So um they would like give the the prisoner like a drug and um so someone said psychoactive drugs that distort people's sense of time like DMT um so you can imagine developing a pill or a liquid that made someone feel like they were serving a thousand year sentence damn so you got to think like we have kind of hit the brink of that when it comes to perception of time, especially um, our own perception of time and how that works in reality. Like with the nanosecond before death.
1: You could argue that that's time travel. Yeah. Arguably. It's not like jumping to a different point. It's just slowing down. It's like stretching the bus that you're riding. I don't know. That's so interesting. Yeah. There's like
2: a... time. I, I've, I've played this with idea uh, a couple times, especially during like a manic episode where time, it does not exist. Nothing exists. Um, <laughs> but I feel like when you're in that situation, whether it be that nanosecond before death or this prisoner serving a thousand year sentence in eight and a half hours, it's almost similar to like if time was the bus in Harry Potter when they had a stretch between the double decker buses and in, in London or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, mind your head and they squeeze into like paper thin. I feel like that could be an interesting, um, siloquy for time and how we perceive
1: it. I had this thought the other day, um, while we were out at the cabin mm-hmm. and, uh, it was kind of weird
0: and a little scary but it was like uh what if um so it it stems from
1: all the things that we can't sense yeah this idea we can only see a certain spectrum of colors we can only hear a certain spectrum of decibels Uh, There's every other thing on the spectrum that we Mm -hmm. can't see here. Um, I wonder if there's textures that aren't definable by our sense of touch. Weird thought I just had. Anyway, uh, but so I was thinking, what if uh, like consciousness as we know it is just a side effect of some type of radiation – I put it in a relatable term that's graspable Mm -hmm. uh, by some huge uh, invisible force that is just lying in the universe and it moves. Hmm. So like perhaps life exists on other planets, but they're not conscious as we know it because they're not getting the dose of gamma radiation you know what i mean yeah so uh that was a thought i had and the big force would be on like the ultra grand scale like encompassing galaxies or a galaxy or something like that uh i've been reading or i've been seeing a lot of like little ads for uh for youtube videos about like dark matter and dark energy and Mm -hmm. how we're like dipping into that i did also see that they uh they got fusion power going for five whole seconds in a, a fusion factory and that's what happens on the sun so they had the power of the sun going on the earth for five seconds wow so uh the big thing with that is uh the amount of energy that that can output could power the entire world if the infrastructure was set up mm-hmm. which is insane, which would uh ooh, what if fusion power is the kick that the green movement needs to truly knock natural res- or er, um, non renewable resources out of the power game? Hmm. you know what I mean what if uh they power it for 10 minutes, and it powers all of the EU for, like, a month. They have excess uh, power stored in the grid, blah, 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 and it's all from that time. And then all the additional power that they're generating through non-renewable or renewable resources could just add on top of that. <clears throat> I could see that being the kick. I keep saying in Europe because that's where this happened. Uh, the yeah. fusion That's where the fusion reactor is that was working. Uh, So I saw on Facebook or whatever. But, uh, I don't know. That's just wild to me. That That's straight out of science fiction. Like, they would talk about fusion cores in For Superman sure. in 1920. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and I do think that is a potential, you know, booster that they would need in order to get rid of the non-renewable resources. But I also fear that it would... I mean, it would probably help um, to alleviate some of the issues that non-renewable resources cause society and humanity on a global scale, but I don't think it would fix the greed problem that we have. Because a lot of the issues that we have with the resources we currently do is stemming from greed, and I think it's just human nature to be greedy. Whether it's a resource that deplenishes in 10 years or a thousand years, humans are going to fight over it and kill each other over it until we all die or the world blows up.
1: Couldn't have said it better. Power likes to stay in power, right? Yep. Those, Those who call the shots don't want to have the shots called for them, you know? And I mean, yeah, yeah, smile, because that's something you, I was gonna be like... literally.
2: No, I was going to say, they call the shots, so shoot them. No. So shoot them. <laughs>
1: You're funny. Uh,
2: Do not harm anyone.
1: Sh- dude, kill everybody. Fuck it. <laughs>
2: I am not trying to get the FBI called on me.
1: Do not, not harm a other pipe people. pipe bomb, though, contact Jay Sh- Schroeder. I'm going to fucking kill <laughs> you. <laughs> Uh, for, for
2: legal purposes, this is all a joke.
1: <laughs> for all extensive purposes. Oh, Lord. Well, we went to Great Wolf Lodge this mm-hmm. last weekend um, with my mom, dad, younger brother, me and Jay, my older sister, her husband, and my niece. My niece is currently two and a half.
2: Very, very cute. It dude.
1: was so cute to see her at. Great with Lodge, just having a blast. She loved it so much. Yeah. I really wanted to go down a slide with her, but that was not going to happen. You have to be four feet to even even go down. So, okay, babe, I'll get closer to the microphone. <laughs>
2: you are monotone, and you're.
1: I know. I'm just hunched. Um, mm-hmm. It's bad for posture. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You ever catch yourself with bad posture, though? Mm-hmm. I'll catch myself, like, leaning forward, like, the most decrepit human being of all time, just scrolling Twitter, and then I'm like, oh, let me lean back, shoulder straight, crack my neck, and then I'll hold my phone, like, up at my face mm-hmm. so that I don't have to, like, crane my neck down. But then I feel like an idiot, because who does that? I am so
2: uncomfortable that? with straight posture. I'm, like, a gremlin all the time. I'm-
1: Well, I'm seeing my friends, uh, develop horrendous posture due to just lack of care, Mm -hmm. addiction to phone screens in general. Uh, what a wild time. God. So what are we talking about?
2: Well, we talked about life after death. Explained why.
1: There's a song that I really like. It's by Endo, uh, pretty good artist on SoundCloud. Check him out. Uh, but he's got two songs. There, it's Life After Death and Life After Death Part Two. So good. Big fan. God, that was right when I got into like the whole SoundCloud scene, mm-hmm. and then uh, started finding like underground, underground people, like a hundred followers type shit. Yeah, especially through Matt. Homie Matter, oh liver, don't give me that look.
2: Shut him out. What's his SoundCloud name?
1: His SoundCloud's uh Matter4K, I believe. He doesn't like going by that name anymore, though. He gets mad when I call him that.
2: Matt, fuck you.
1: All right, fuck you, <laughs> Matt. You'll never listen to this anyway. It's all right. Life goes on. He's got good music too, though. That's in in my likes that I shuffle. So it'll be weird. I'm literally working and I'm listening to a song and then it switches and then he comes on and I'm just jamming and then I look over and he's watching some cave diving gone wrong video as we're like, as we're pulling, yeah, hunched hunched over pulling shirts. Yeah. Like the gremlin that he is (laughs) not to shit on Matt, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but I'm like, damn I'm like, this man still got it. And when we get to the new apartment, uh, he's really trying to use that little studio that I'm going to make in that walk-in closet. Plus, he's going to provide all the soundproofing tiles that we will be using. So that'll be dope. Hopefully that actually gets done correctly and well and holds up. That's the prayer, at least. Yeah. God. A little anxious to move out. Yeah. I'm more so intimidated by what I have to pack. <laughs> I have to pack so much shit. Oh, I don't want to do it. And it's, like, not a short drive either. My last two apartments were, like, kind of just up the street. Yeah. This one's, like, a bit away. A bit away. Yeah.
2: How do you think I've felt the, like, Five times I've moved since turning eighteen. Yeah,
0: because yeah. I go
2: from Blair to Omaha, and Omaha to Blair, and Blair to Omaha, and B- Omaha to Blair. That's a thirty-minute drive. Yeah, it is fucking awful.
1: True, true. I've made the drive. It's not fun. No, but you make it for me because you're just the sweetest. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Feel bad though now, especially with the gas rising like it is.
2: Oh my God! Don't get me started. I went to, I think it was a Quick Trip, and I I went to the wrong gas station. I wanted to go to the one um, I went. There was a Mega Saver that was four fifty nine. I went to the Quick Trip that was four sixty nine because on the mm. maps it told me the wrong spot. I walk in. I'm like, yeah. Can I get twenty on three? Three. It was like four gallons for twenty bucks. Yep. Freaking. Last year at this time, I'd put twenty bucks in. It would completely fill my tank, and I'd have to go in least. to get change.
1: Heinous. That's what it is.
2: That's fucking ridiculous.
1: <laughs> give me a give me another topic off that wheel.
2: All right. Let's let's do another topic.
1: You start this one.
2: Okay. Let's let's see what we get. Dun, da, da, da. Okay. Things on your bucket list.
1: Oh, okay. Do you have anything on your bucket list? I wouldn't be surprised if you had an actual bucket list like on your phone.
2: Um, I don't, actually. I did make a bucket list in high school, but low-key, it's sad (laughs) it was morbid um because i i took a psychology class i my junior year of high school i believe i was either a junior or senior and at that time um i was going through some shit you know a lot of shit
1: the thick of it
2: but um the first the number one thing on my bucket list was live to be 18 the number two thing on that bucket list was graduate high school. Shit. <laughs> and that was... Two down. That was it.
1: <laughs> that was your bucket list? That
2: was my short-term bucket list. My long-term bucket list for that class was live to turn 21. And then after that, live to turn 30. But that, like, I made a note next to that one. Live to turn 30 was like... It was like a little star. It's like, very long-term. Yeah. So
1: Very long term.
2: I got my two short term bucket list goals down and my single long term goal. Now the only one that's left is to turn thirty and good God, that's in seven and a half years.
0: Well.
1: <gasps> three out of four ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, but now I mean shit. I'm twenty two I just graduated college with a photography degree.
1: Props, props.
2: Um I'm in a stable and healthy relationship for the first time in my life. Yeah,
1: I'm a piece of shit, but
2: Yeah, you're fucking awful. What am I talking about? <laughs> but um Oh, I don't I don't really know what would be on my bucket list now. Um It's just most of my bucket list that I would have in my head is traveling. Yeah. Like I want to see Glacier National Park. Oh, yes. Um, I would love to go to, like, Oregon. Um, I'd love to go meet my three best friends uh, out on the East Coast. Shout out Shana, Helena, and Allison. <laughs> my supernatural best friends. Because um, they all live on the East Coast. And, hell, I've never been further east than St. Louis. So, I'd love to go to both coasts. Um the one thing one thing on my bucket list that I'm actually like terrified of is I would like to see the ocean because I have never seen the ocean and I know I'm going to cry because it's going to scare the shit out of me.
0: Well,
1: it does scare a lot of people. And I might be spoiled.
0: I am spoiled. What am I talking about? <laughs> but the ocean, I feel, is it? Excuse me. The ocean, I feel personally,
1: isn't intimidating to me from the beach. I want an ocean experience. I want to go out until I can't see land, and then put on goggles and hop in the water and look down. Then, I will be terrified someone will have had to have thrown me in the water uh cuz it's the only way I'm getting off that fucking boat but I want to do it you know what I mean like how I'm like I am nervous about heights and falling uh so I jumped out of a plane cuz I want to put myself through it so then whenever I have to go through it I'm like you ugh, you already did the fucking Mount Everest of this so this is 30 steps you can do it I want to have that experience.
2: I would rather jump out of a plane a million times than get thrown into the middle of the ocean. There ain't no way am I going with you on that fucking boat for you to jump into the. If I get ten feet off a shore in the ocean, I think I'm gonna have to kill myself.
1: In three years, when we go fishing off of Florida, I'm gonna clip this and play it back while we're on the boat.
2: Yeah, have fun. It ain't gonna be with me. <laughs> It'll be with your other bitch. It ain't gonna be me.
1: Who, Angie? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. (laughs) And you can go with you.
2: (laughs) I don't know the bitch, but have fun, bitch. Nah, nah, it ain't me.
1: So your bucket list is basically just traveling right now?
2: Yeah, essentially.
1: No, no, like, experiences or, like, knowledge that you want to get? People you want to meet? Some people want drugs?
2: I don't know. Honestly... Whenever I think of creating a bucket list, it's kind of intimidating. Because, again, my first bucket list I made was live to be 18 years old. So, I did not think I would live this long. I didn't think I'd make it to this point. So, for me, now, as I've, you know, grown and healed and matured, um... Waking up every single day is checking something off my bucket list.
1: Put that in your assignment notebook. <laughs> Good lord.
2: Yeah. So, I don't know. Now, at this point in my life, it's just... I want to see more things. I want to experience um, more of the beauty of the world before I can't. Or before... I'm unable to
1: see that was kind of the inspiration for the national parks road trip that me Matt and Kennedy took yeah because I remember at the time there was some post I saw online that was like oh Donald Trump is removing a thousand acres of the border for this national forest Yeah, and I was like damn you know in my lifetime a couple of these national parks could get just wiped out yeah from you know Either selling it off or anything else. Terrorism, natural events. Maybe someone's trying to have a uh, gender reveal party and they shoot Tannerite and then it explodes and burns down the entire Redwood Forest. You never know what could happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh,. As far as my bucket list goes, a lot of it is traveling, I will say. But I have some experiences that I want to do. Like, I want to go to a large reef and scuba dive and check out how, like, the ecosystem down there works firsthand.
2: You can do that with Angie, not me. Okay.
1: Okay. but uh Mm -hmm. there's that yeah i want to get on a tv show a game show really Hmm. it could be a japanese one where i have to fart into a box or it could be wheel of fortune (laughs) you know what i mean whatever it is i want to get on a game show it could be uh is it cake you know that one on netflix and i'll get out immediately it could be chopped i'd love to be on chopped you ever seen chopped
2: who hasn't seen Chopped? Okay, good. Chopped.
1: Chopped is a great show. Great cooking show.
2: Funny as hell.
1: Yeah. Let's give them some recognition. They're not big enough. Let's <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut up, Chopped. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and then, like... I want to get scared. Like, I don't want to be chased by a murderer. but I want to be walking through a haunted forest or stay a night in some abandoned insane asylum. Okay. Like a little Ghostbusters-type bullshit, you know? Uh, Just because fear is such a strange emotion and chemical response.
2: So you don't want to... God, I had a, I had a word for it. Give me a second.
1: You're right. I don't want to. That's very correct.
2: You don't want to get scared. You want to be scared. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, cuz I don't know. Like what popped in my head was like be covered with spiders. But at the same time, I don't want that I don't <laughs> want that to happen. No, I I'd rather fuck 100% of that
2: paranormal yeah. than I'd, be covered in bugs.
1: I'd rather see a ghost than have a daddy long leg nest fall on me. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, oh, that would be weird.
2: Um, arguing whether ghosts are real or not aside, um, being in spaces where people, you know, claim that there are spirits, whether it's real or not, there is um a sense of fear. There is that sense of eeriness. And that that I can see. I'd understand, like wanting to to be scared in that situation.
0: See I wish I had a paranormal experience while I visited Bergen
1: Belsen. Yeah. That'd be really cool. And Lord knows there's some, uh, if there's ever restless souls, it's at a concentration
0: camp. Yeah. Uh, But I didn't. So whatever. Life goes on. I
1: remember back in the day, though, my mom had a friend. uh, And she was like, oh, my God, this scared the shit out of me. Blah, 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 blah. I took this video. And it's a video of, like, her kid jumping on the bed, uh, and she's, like, at the foot of the bed with the camera facing her face, and then she turns the camera around, it's pointed to, like, the corner of the bed and the floor, and she pans up super quick, and there's a a dog, like, a black lab. And all, all you see is its head like jolt up, and then it's out of frame. And then you see her daughter, and she's jumping on the bed. And then she jumps out towards her and runs down the hallway. Uh, they don't own a dog.
2: Oh wow!
1: Yeah, they don't own a dog. Uh, so she didn't come into work the next day because <laughs> she was terrified. And she went crazy, think about it, blah, 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 blah. And then my mom heard about it and showed me the video. And I don't know these people. I don't know if they're credible people at
0: all. Yeah. But that's just so strange. That's so strange. I was uh, listening to this podcast. It was the – there's a podcast called Hey Babes. Uh
1: with Chris DiStefano Stefano and Saul, or Sal, off of
0: Impractical Jokers. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, but they had, fuck, a hair in my mouth. They had a hair
1: in my mouth. No, uh, <laughs> but they had this dude, uh, Stavros Halkis on, and Kennedy's a big fan of him because him and Matt went to go see him, and uh, he's on Compton, and Kennedy would fucking. Nut in his pants if he ever like shook his hand. <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh he's funnier than shit. And they were talking about how Oh, damn it. They were talking about
1: this uh YouTube rabbit hole that Stavros went down or that Chris DiStefano went down. And it's uh something about it's like the Beltrice Messages or something. And in 1970, uh, there was this computer set up, can't remember where, but it started getting messages from some unknown service uh, claiming that they were someone from 1500s. And then uh, speaking in Old English. But then when... The people were like, oh, they were saying something like, oh, we don't have that in 1980. And they were like, wait, you're from 1980? I thought you were from 2100, the people who gave me this smoke that I'm talking into. So apparently, I think it's fake because it's so easy to make stories up like that. And I did zero research. Uh, I just listened to the podcast and they tore it to pieces. But uh, I think that's just such a strange concept. Yeah. Imagine you're visited by people who are, like, who just look similar but yet so different than you. Yeah. And they're just like, here's some magic. Talk to it. And then they leave. We'll talk back. And it's just a cloud of smoke. Yeah. So weird.
2: So you've never had a paranormal experience?
1: Um... Not that I would consider, no. I've had dreams where I can only remember a fragment of it and then I see that, like I'll remember a frame of the video of the dream Mm -hmm. and then I'll see that exact frame
0: later on in the day or the next day.
2: Or deja vu.
0: You can call it deja vu, but... In my head, it goes back to the concept
1: of time as a dimension. Yeah. And perhaps that's my brain showcasing that it does, in fact, have the capability of moving multidirectionally through that medium, and uh, when it needs to. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe it did so to fill up my concentration while it did. Uh, repair and recovery okay. so it needed to pull something so it pulled inspiration from another time but that other time was from the future and not the past pure speculation actually it's not I'm a scientist uh, <laughs> but what I saw was I had a still frame caught in my head of these two trees like 12 feet apart and the next day uh Before Dan and Alex were together, Alex came over to kick it with me and Dan and was like, hey, yo, uh,
0: my grandpa's got, or we're going to go camping out at Two Rivers or Twin
1: Rivers or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, We got a campsite. Alex and his ex, his now ex, Uh, we're going to go out there. They had a campsite, extra tent. Asked if we wanted to come because we were partying with them. Like, hell yeah. And Rathen, uh came over later. My dad, of course, told him that we were going out there. And I was like, Rathman and Alex, just don't get along. Because uh, there are just people in your friend group who don't get along with other people in your friend group. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just kind of how it is. Um, not every circle overlaps. But anyway. So he got wind and he's like oh let me come let me come I love camping blah 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 it'll be so much fun please blah 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 I got nothing to do this weekend. And so I was like I mean alright sure. Because uh, we can have a good time out there. And we did. Uh, and he go, we get out there and we get some drinks in us and I remember he wanted to throw a, a battery into the fire to find out what it did.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're at a campsite it's like I hate campsites that Aren't
1: bare bones, and this was not a bare bones campsite. Yeah, they had like the whole setup, and then there were like seven other people in our circle. So he was trying to throw that battery in the fire. I was like, That's just gonna explode and get chemicals all over. Don't please. And we had a whole debacle about that, but anyway, back to my original point. Uh, he didn't bring a sleeping bag or a tent, he brought a hammock. And he goes, I'll set it up over there, and starts to walk, and lo and behold, it's the exact frame from my dream, the two trees that he's going to set his hammock up in. Wow. Right there. And he starts to set it up, and then I'm just staring.
2: You're kind of like, what the fuck?
1: Well, that was my first, like, I want to say post-pubescent, uh experience like that where i had a dream that kind of foretold the future if you will yeah even though all i could remember was a still image uh i later on saw that still image i don't know very weird okay yeah neat so probably call it here huh
0: mm-hmm. all right anyway thanks for listening guys catch you later bye